Good evening, everybody. It's day 12 of 21 days remembering how to breathe. I hope you've all got comfortable with the process, with the exercise, if you so call it. it after so long, it's become natural. It feels very, very natural that breathing, this is, this is how one breathes. This is how the body feels comfortable. So I hope you're still in there. It really is your benefit. So please carry on. Do not give up and share as much as you can. Share this information, especially with the young ones. With those young ones, see if you can get their attention. It's really important. The younger they are, the more they can create. They're very energetic. Giving them that sufficient fuel to create magnificent things. It's time. It's time to shift from feeling the impossibility of things to feeling the possibility of things. To going from a low vibration to a higher vibration. It's time to distance ourselves from fear and lack and embrace love and abundance and joy. You can feel it. You can feel it. Just doing the exercises with you as I, you know, convey them and share them with you. Um, I practice them quite a lot. And I must say, I've been so invigorated in this past week, in these past 10 days, um, that I've modified my daily routine, my daily menu of, of different kind of breaths that I take in and how frequently I do it, I find myself. Um, I have a lot more energy, ideas. I'm actually, I was actually hoping that I would have done maybe you know, 60 days of breathing because 21 just seemed to like vanish in thin air. There's just what another seven or eight days left or something like that. Anyway, I can see a couple of people online. Hi, Vanessa. Thank you so much. You're my, you're my online person, punctual as always, 7, 7 p.m. And here she is. Today's a topic that um, I thought I'd bring up at this stage because uh, I get a lot of comments about, okay, I understand that by breathing I create energy. Okay, I understand that my energy then creates a certain vibration. Fine. But what about the other people out there? Every time I bump into other people, they're not doing the work. They're not breathing correctly. And then I have just got to keep up with their crap. And uh, I know other people, if only they'd get their shit together, we'd all be happy. <laughs> other people, other people. Yeah, I thought like that as well. Um, but then again, what perspective are you holding in order to see them being annoyance to you? So what I'd like to present to you today is becoming aware of other people. 
that if you understand, if you just notice, um, distance yourself from the story that they're saying, distance yourself um, from their behavior, just go directly, start, start maybe with your close circle of friends, okay, and just as you're out there, um, sitting, maybe having coffee or, you know, sitting on a beach somewhere, just notice on how they're breathing. All right. So you bring your awareness to how they're breathing and then just correlate on how they're breathing and how they're feeling. And then notice what they're saying and how their conversation is and what their emotions feel like when they're talking about a specific topic and how their breathing changes when they change topic, when they're talking about maybe their family or they're talking about their friends or maybe a vacation, just notice on how when the breath changes, the emotions and the feelings and the thoughts and the conversation changes and just notice that how the breathing goes, everything follows how the breathing goes. The rest follows. And the more you can start to identify that signal, the breathing, okay, then you can automatically see their level of energy. And obviously, what frequency they're emitting. And at that point, it's understandable their state of being. Okay. Logical, huh? With all the information that we've gathered in these past 12 days, fine, you gathered that. So how my state of being is dominated by the amount of oxygen I'm allowing to breathe and creating energy, fine. The others are doing the same. The difference is now you're aware. You are aware. You are aware of this information. You are aware of what's happening in this magnificent body. And today I'll be giving you some more information of the magnificence that is inside of us. Um, but now they're not aware. And you say, let me make them aware so then they can change. So when I look at them, you know, I'll feel different. Get your act together. Breathe better. You have better energy. You can't do that to everyone you meet. Not everyone wants to hear. Only those that are asking the questions like you are, those big questions like, who am I? Why am I suffering so much? What is happening? You, you, you're, if you're here, you've been asking specific questions. Only those that ask will hear the answer. If they're not asking a question and you give them information that they haven't asked for, mm, yeah, okay. We move on to the next conversation. Not everyone is prepared to hear, but when you are, when you become aware of their frequency, their vibration, their state of being and their level of perception, one of the two things happen. What happens? The first thing is that if you see and you understand, huh, he's being particularly aggressive about this topic. I can see he's not breathing a lot. That's understandable. There's a sense of natural sense. It's a natural sense. It's an innate sense that resonates of pure love and compassion for that person. You understand. You are compassionate. There's a sense of empathy there that all you want to do is surround them with, 
with love. You understand where he's coming from because look at how he's breathing. There's obviously some emotion trapped in there. There is, he's, he's been thinking these thoughts over and over again for so long. This is how he perceives life. I understand. That's the first one. Okay. The second one that could possibly happen, his behavior, even though from a logical point of view and you know all of this information, you understand him, his behavior, his breathing. Yeah, 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 I know that. But there is something that just triggers you. And his behavior now makes you sad, mad, frustrated, anxious. It hurts you in some way. There's some sort of discomfort that happened because of his behavior. Now, this is what we call triggers. Something in him, something in her, something other people outside triggered you. Very, very helpful. That which you could not see or that which you failed to observe or become aware of because your body is constantly, you know, bringing up to the surface things to breathe out. Emotions come to the surface and if you're not aware of them, they'll keep coming and they'll keep coming. And if you're still not aware of them, the circumstances outside of you, like your friend or someone out there will show you. So every time someone's behavior triggers you, even though now you understand that everyone is perceiving the world from their state of being, they've helped you because now you've discovered if you react in anger, there's some anger trapped in here. And then after you've, I'm not saying suppress it. I'm not saying to justify it. I'm never allow yourself to express that anger. And then in the moment you are alone with yourself, the self-reflection is, Hmm, I felt pretty angry at so-and-so. I felt pretty angry in that situation. I felt anger. Anger arised within this body and it's ready to be released. You can go further and breathe through it. Just sit down, close your eyes and breathe through the anger by remembering exactly what happened. Or you could go a step further and ask yourself, what do I believe about that situation? And you can maybe reconsider, redefine the belief. So as you can see, we're all serving each other. The ones that are aware of it and the ones that are unaware. So even though those unaware of the topic of breathing, energy, frequency, state of being, fine. But we are all serving each other. We are mirrors for each other. If anything I do or say while you're watching these videos, for example, trigger you in any way, do you need to give me a call and tell me to stop doing it? Or what is it that's trapped? What energy can we release? Is it my accent? Is it the way I pause? I don't get to the point fast enough or I get to the point too fast. I don't know. I'm just speculating. No one's actually said anything about it, but I just like you to 
every circumstance that arises is there to serve us, not to punish us. Even when you have an episode or two or three, it's just like another opportunity and go through the motions, feel that fear, feel that anger, feel that frustration, go on. Just as long as you don't interrupt anybody else's free will, okay? I'm not saying wrestle the guy to the, the floor, you know, any of that thing. The expressive of anger is the acknowledgement of it. You're ready to let it go. If it's come up, you're ready to let it go. In actual fact, all emotions come and go. That's what flow is. Experience is now. Once it's done, it's done flow new new creation flow new new create ever <clears throat> never ends it never ends that's why it's called eternal infinite potential possibilities now 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 no past or future <clears throat> past or future is again a thought just resonate with that. All these hearts. Hello, everyone. It is really important that the others out there either serve you or you serve them. That's why I kept saying this, being service to others. Everyone is being service to you and you're being service to others. If nothing gets triggered, you can just hold. You can just hold the space and the love for them. You can understand from where they're coming from. You understand their state of their state of being. You understand that they're not breathing correctly, that they're not releasing emotions. They're not, they are unaware. So you hold the space for them. You stay there and with utter compassion, empathy, and love and understanding. Because now you are free. You're a free vessel to give that love to them. Because you understand, you know now how, how to create your own energy, how to direct it, how to focus it, how to steer it, and steering it towards other people that when they are unaware of how they are actually diminishing their light, how they are diminishing their level of energy, how they are not breathing, they, they were not told. You now know. Oh, they serve you. They serve you by you seeing how they triggered you. Their behavior, somehow, you're reacting to it. Another moment of celebration. Again, feel it. Marie and I have been beautiful mirrors. Every time there is some sort of conversation that maybe there's a feeling of, I didn't do anything wrong, where I find myself defending myself. And she said, I didn't say you did anything wrong. Oh, but your tone of voice did. So what am I? I got triggered by her tone of voice. Aha. What a loving gift to give to me. You're allowing me to release myself 
from this belief, I have a belief somewhere I've done something wrong or that behavior I'm, I need to be careful of not doing something wrong. There was something in the belief and it came up, it showed itself. She allowed me to show what is still here. And because we're aware, because it didn't feel good, she felt it, I felt it, we were allowed to let it go. This is how, especially a relationship of two people can become perfect mirrors. If your partner is with you in, the, in, this, in this moment of awakening of all this information, it is beautiful because you become mirrors for each other. You don't want the other person to change so when you look at him or her, you feel better. No, allow him to be his authentic self. And so then you see how you both trigger each other and then you can release because if you, you're always tripping around and making sure not to cause any disturbance, you're actually giving a disservice to each other because you're allowing that energy to stay trapped in. You're literally obligating each other to remain the same. I get excited about this because it's very liberating for one and the other and the relationship flourishes because the two of you now are becoming more and more and more emptied out from old patterns of thought, from old patterns of being. You're now releasing each other for new and exciting new relationships, new emotions, new stimulus. You're more joyful, you're more loving, not to each other, to yourself. And therefore, now you're just allowing all this love to flow within you. And when it overwhelms, it then goes to the other. You're not asking each other, love me, love me, love me, love me, because I feel a lack of love. No, you now know how to love yourself. And when you know how to love yourself, when you're overflowing with that state of being of love, you ask nothing from anyone else. You allow everyone to be their authentic self, no matter where they are emotionally, no matter where they are energetically, no matter where they are vibrationally, no matter how much oxygen they're breathing. You ask nothing from anybody because you know how to create that love. You know how to fulfill yourself. You are the energy making machine for here, for yourself. And then you can give. Otherwise, there's nothing you can give to anyone else. Becoming aware of this information is very liberating very powerful it puts you in the seat of the driver you are now in control you know how to feel better you don't need to go out there asking everyone to be different and if out there is triggering you you have something to release and the more you release the higher you go vibrationally now you are the dominant frequency this is a, you know how frequency works, okay? Especially with those, um, those glasses or these crystals that when you click on it is a vibration. When it dominates, it then makes everything else vibrate. So if you're the dominant frequency, now you're dominating the energy. You're helping everybody else. But if their unconsciousness, their 
low frequency triggers you. Now you go down with all of them and we're all at the same pity party. It is in this world's best interest that you and I vibe, are joyful, are lovable, because then, then it is easier to be of service to others and the effect just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But you need to be the dominant frequency. The dominant frequency will always dominate. The lower frequency will always create chaos. Be the change you want to see. Gandhi said it. What did he mean? You change first. Allow yourself to be emptied out and then direct this new energy to creating something different. Create a different perspective. Be of service to others. Be the voice that all these fearful ones are too afraid of speaking about. You be the voice. But be the voice that has the tune of love, abundance, joy, bliss, unconditional love. Be that voice. And all this by breathing. Breathing is the key factor. Can you just see the domino effect of this? By simply breathing as the body wanted to breathe. I'm going to give you some incredible facts today that I found out. It was just, it just blew me away. And then when, when, when I find out that there are people that feel so unworthy about their body or like you have no um, idea how much power we have within and how miraculous this body is. Hang on, let me tell you, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, by the way, in the notes, you have to look at the notes today. I've found this beautiful chart um, by, um, is a professor, he's a doctor as well, David um, Hawkins, if maybe um, the older generation remembers him. He was a great university professor, philosopher, um, amazing human being. I love watching his, um, his recordings. Um, Anyway, I found, I found this beautiful chart. And just to give you an idea of the frequency and of the level and emotion and the view, the life view. So, for example, if someone is in, uh, um, is, isn't breathing very well and their level of energy is pretty low, apparently the highest levels are like into like 700 and 1,000 frequency. The lowest is obviously, you know, 20, 0 you're always vibrating. Something's always vibrating. Nothing is never still. All right. So let's say you're in grief or fear, which is between 70 and 100. So obviously your emotion, if you're in fear, there's an emotion of anxiety because now you're vibrating at 100. Okay. Not at a thousand, you're vibrating at 100. So the feeling that you're feeling, the 100 is translated into the dimming of light. So imagine that light Bright light is like a thousand, all right? Now you've dimmed down that light, you've dimmed down that energy to such a degree that you can't feel light, love. Okay, light, you're going to feel love. And you've dimmed down that light to such a degree that the equivalent of that frequency is now translated not into love, but now you're only experiencing fear. 
Fear is a version of love, but perceived through your dark glasses of fear. Okay? So what is the life view of that person? Fe fear, anxiety, he's going to find everything frightening. Have you ever heard, like, I don't know, you're in a group of people and someone, I don't know, bursts a balloon? Some people, like, go, ha, that was fun. Some of them are laughing. Some of them are entertained. Others are frightened. There's different approaches. There's different reactions to one event, all depending where you are vibrationally. Or when someone comes into a room and wants to scare someone, someone doesn't get scared because they were aware in, of their intuition. Because you have such a high vibration of light, you, you are more present in the moment. So when someone tries to scare you, you're not scared. You're like, ah, I kind of felt you come in. Those completely in fear, their vibration is so low, they're unaware of their surrounding. They get an utter fright. All different levels of the same thing. Um, I'm sure there's many, many other um, examples, but become aware of them. Have, have a look where you are. And what I like about this chart is they've got different colors. So you can really see, I think it might have something to do with the chakra, um, but have a look at it. It's a really, really great chart. So amazing facts about your body. What I discovered, listen to this. Your body has 500 muscles. 500 muscles in your whole entire body, 500 in here, okay? 200 bones, seven miles, for those in kilometers, 11 kilometers of nerve fiber and enough atomic energy, energy, atomic energy to destroy the entire city of Paris. Not that we want to because Paris is beautiful, but give you the idea that's how much energy this body can generate Every person, you have that amount of energy. 11 kilometers of nerve fiber? 11 kilometers. Listen to this. Your heart pumps blood over 96,000 miles of blood vessels. 96,000 miles of blood. That's like going from Los Angeles to New York 32 times a day. Isn't that like miraculous? I mean, isn't that, this is what your body knows how to do. It pumps 96,000 miles of blood vessels a day. Uh, if this doesn't excite, your eyes have 1 million receptors. 1 million receptors, okay? Each ear has 24,000 tissues. Each one of your cells performs more chemical reactions than all the world's chemical manufacturing plants combined. Each one of your cells. Each one of your cells. Your brain alone has 25 billion cells. The brain alone. And we're not even going to count the rest of your body. 25 billion cells in the brain alone. Your body is always striving to be healthy and fit, always. So it's not that your body's working against you. Your body's always wanting its self-cleansing, self-healing, and self-maintaining. Yes, I said it's self-healing. I mean, can you believe with all that energy, all these cells, blood vessels, 
nerves. So you mean to tell me that they're just there for, they're there because they have a mission. They know what to do. And the thing is that you don't even need to be in on it. It has a wisdom of its own. And when you don't trust it, you interfere. That is interfering. That is, you become the obstacle. Have you ever heard, get out of the way and let life trust life? This is exactly it. Get out of the way because you have been designed to perfection. To perfection. So it is self-cleansing. As we said, the breath takes care of 70% of the body's waste. And then you've got, you know, liquid and the rest of it. But it knows how to cleanse itself. It knows how to heal itself. You fall. What does the body do with, with, with a scrape on your knee? A crust. Like, it, it automatically knows there's a process. You didn't have to go and, and read up on it and, like, how am I going to repair this? Okay. <clears throat> so your body is automatically self-healing. All right, okay. If we break the bone, you want to go to the doctor and he puts the bone together. But then once it's aligned, it knows what to do. There is speculation about, but I'm not going to get into that. But anyway, so it's self-cleansing, self-healing, self-maintaining. It knows what to do with all these, your cells, okay? It doesn't require any additional help from you. Your only job is to breathe. That is your only job that you, you, that is the only thing you are required to do. And the beautiful thing, beautiful thing about this universe is that oxygen is abundantly all around you. So you don't have to go and hunt for it, trade for it, barter for it, find it. It is abundantly available 24 seven at any point in time, anywhere you go, you don't need to store it up anywhere in order to have it. That was the only job. Don't interfere with anything else. Breathe. <clears throat> Breathe. And what I've come to discover, any kind of pain in my body, whether it's an emotional discomfort or a physical pain, I don't allow my mind to jump to conclusions. Oh, my God, what is it? Should I go and find out what it is? There is something there that my body is either maintaining, cleaning. And I either meditate, I breathe through it, I don't add to the clutter of unnecessary thoughts. It comes and it goes, it comes and it goes. But I do take care of myself. That day, if there is something that's hurting, I won't run, I won't walk, I won't go out, I'll probably rest. Because the body needs all the energy to go and repair it. I will rest the body so the energy is directed there. I will probably sleep an hour or two more because when you sleep, you get out of the way completely. Or if I can't, I'm not tired, I'll meditate. I will modify my activities because how I feel is my priority. Because the better I feel, the better I feel, the better I feel, the more of service I can be. The more high vibes I am emitting into this world. You are a priority. Stop asking the outside world to make you feel better. You know how to do it yourself. You must surrender to the wisdom of your body. You must learn to trust the body. 
That is all I'm saying. Trust the body. Surrender to its wisdom because look up on it on the internet. Just discover all these magnificent activities that happen without you knowing it takes care of itself. And if it's something is not working, it's because you're denying the energy it needs. The body needs oxygen. And let me tell you this much. This is, this is, this is the highlight. Your lungs can hold up to 17 pints, 8 liters, for those that know, per breath. Are you breathing in 8 pints of air per breath? Are you? Shallow breathing only allows in 2 pints, maybe 3. It can hold up to 17. Shallow breathing, chest breathing, only can hold up 2 pints, maybe 3. The lungs are designed to hold up 17 pints, 8 liters of air per breath. And even more, if you train your, you can, you can. But why does your lungs, why does it have the ability to contain 17 pints, 8 liters of air? Because it needs at least that amount of air to do what? The self-cleansing, self-maintaining, self-healing. If it doesn't have it, it needs to prioritize at least pumping the vital organs, but then things start to deteriorate. There is a reason why it can take 17 pints of air. Breathe. And then trust the wisdom of your body. Allow this magnificence to be your, your vehicle to experience all the beauty in this world. I discovered this way, way too late. But now I'm, I'm really enjoying life to the fullest. And every time I think it has surprised and delighted me, whoa, was I wrong? There's more. There's more, there's more, there's more. Nothing seems impossible anymore. Where there used to be impossibility, now everything feels possible. Where before there was fear and lack, everything now feels abundant and joyful. Nothing feels like a challenge anymore. Everything feels like something exciting. It's not challenging. It's exciting. It's creative. All by simply breathing. I must have been doing something right while I was meditating, obviously, because more oxygen was flowing and my thinking process had calmed down. When the mind gets out of the way, the mind will always be a dampening, a dampening effect. Because the mind is a tool. You are not that. With the mind out of the way, in fact, when you breathe deeply and consciously, you're out of the mind. You're not in thought. You're pure awareness in presence, consciously focused on your breathing, appreciating this energy, feeling invigorated. So I think I brought that home pretty nicely, and I've gone over time. But uh, it was really important for me. Hi, Roz, nice to see you here. Hi, love. Um, I'm really pleased that um, I managed to um, give you this information at this point in time, because now we're, we're going towards the third week, and the third week is where I'd really like to 
um, interact with you. I might do a session that maybe will last maybe an hour or longer, where if we can have some kind of interaction, if you'd like to share after these two weeks, um, anything particular, you can write in already your statements, your sharings, your experiences um, or questions, and then Murray and I will um, will go through them and we'll discuss them on one video. So you have that to fall back on when the 21 days are finished. So prepare yourself for day, for week three for a little bit more of sharing because the more you share your experiences and that we can like literally read out and express here on the videos, other people watching these videos at some other point in time and say, hey, wait a minute, what am I missing out here? And all she's asking me to do is breathe. You know, I'm not selling you anything. It's not so I've got some special oxygen tank that's going to heal you. No, no, you are the healing machine. You are the cleansing machine. You are the maintaining machine. You create energy. You are very different to who your mind thinks you are. You are not that which you think. That which you think is simply thinking, defining, labeling, conceptualizing. That ain't you. All right. And that's what we will start to now blend in into these conversations. And by the end of these three weeks, I hope that you could take away a completely different perspective, a completely different outlook, a completely different sense of enthusiasm about who you really are and how now you can express it out there to everyone around you, your close circle of friends, um, your family and those that you work with without asking anyone to change, allow them to either receive the joy and abundance that in the compassion, unconditional love you already hold for them. And if not, allow them to be your mirror so you can identify what's trapped and then you can release it at any point in time that you feel comfortable with. But take note, what was triggered let them at least give you that gift and you receive it. The more you empty yourself out, empty yourself out. The more you get triggered, it's a, it's a moment for celebration. You get triggered, celebrate. I've just discovered something I can release. Declutter people, declutter, declutter, declutter. I love that word. Let it all out. I love you all so very much. I've been enjoying doing these days, these live events, and I will see you here tomorrow. Be good to yourselves.